0: Hey friends, welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. We're your hosts, Rachel Leigh Hoffman.
1: And I'm Sila Grace Hoffman.
0: We're a mom and daughter duo that works together, plays together, and tries to figure out this crazy world together.
1: (laughs) Yeah, mom. And we're super grateful you could join us today. This is the She Sounds Like Me podcast. She sounds like me. She
2: sounds like me. She
1: sounds like me. She
2: sounds like me.
1: She sounds like me. She
0: sounds like me. She sounds like me. Welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, Mom. Before we get this party started, we got to let them know the goods first. Friends, if you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast on your chosen platform. Give us a five-star review or join our conversation online at She Sounds Like Me on the socials and at shesoundslikeme.com. Okay, Mom, now let's get to it.
0: <laughs> let's get to it. All right, Sila, here we go. Come on, nurse.
1: For
2: the record, that's pediatric stuff.
0: I know, but we're talking about just women. Girls, run the world.
1: Girls, run the world. Who run that world? Girls!
2: (laughs) This is why Aunt Steppy is not going to do voiceover.
0: (laughs) Okay, so today we have, for the first time, a special guest. But not only just a special guest. Who do we have, Sila?
1: My Aunt Steppy.
0: Aunt Steppy. I don't even know how we got her, how we started calling her Steppy, because her real name is Stephanie Wynn Stephanie Wynn. <laughs> my sister, is not only my sister, my best friend, probably the world's greatest aunt, she's also a women's health care practitioner. Yeah. That's a real big title, isn't it? Uh-huh. Hi, Stephanie.
2: Hi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: All three of us working here in the booth is pretty amazing. It's crazy. to have her as our first guest is awesome because she means so much to us. She's also taught us so much. You know that Steph was right there by my side when I was going into labor with you. When you were being born, Stephanie was there the entire step of the way. In fact, she held a knee.
2: What? H-
1: holding the knee?
0: <laughs> similar to taking a knee.
2: <laughs> so when a baby is born and you are coming out, you need a little help. So mom has to kind of keep her legs open. So your dad had one leg and Aunt Steppy had the other.
0: And she got the full experience because that's what she does. Since the beginning of her career, she's helped. Strong women like your mom deliver babies and all about the the woman's body. How awesome is that?
1: Cool.
0: It's super cool. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk to her today about all the things that make her job as a woman's health care practitioner so amazing. So you're a woman's health nurse practitioner. That's a mouthful.
1: A real big mouthful. (laughs) And what is a woman's health care nurse practitioner? (laughs)
2: A women's health nurse practitioner means that I am two things, a nurse practitioner, and I'll explain what that is, who specializes in women's health. So a nurse practitioner is also considered an advanced practice nurse. So Aunt Steppy was a nurse first, and then I went back to school so that I could have more autonomy. And autonomy means more responsibility to work independently, kind of like doctors do. And so as a nurse practitioner, I can specialize in a certain area. So I picked women's health. So I take care of women all from all different ages and different aspects of their health life.
1: Cool. And so what does it like mean... So, how does the school thing work?
2: School thing. So, first, I, after graduated high school, went to college and became a nurse by getting my bachelor's of science in nursing. And then, in order to be the nurse practitioner, I went for my master's. So, it was about two more years of graduate school. To specialize,
0: How many years is that total of school, just to be someone that takes care of other people?
2: Ooh, da, 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 maybe four, five, six, six to seven? That's a long
1: time. It's mo- That's it, how, how old you are. The, most of the time, it's sometimes like four to eight, sometimes with other nurses and doctors. Mm-hmm. Why did you want to be a nurse and not a doctor or something else? So I wanted to be a nurse to
2: help take care of people because as I grew up, I saw different members of our family that had different sicknesses and diseases that they were dealing with. And I wanted to help with that and help make our family healthier. And so um, I chose the path as a nurse because are part of the frontline team and taking care of everybody and then I wanted to go on to be a nurse practitioner to have more of that independence and be able to take care of more of you know uh, what women go through and and young girls as they grow up and
0: Mm -hmm. and then she got really interested in like the babies even though Stephanie is 10 years younger than mom she's been taking care of us our whole lives, let's be real. So it was a (laughs) totally natural fit for her. And she's a really, really good nurse. Really, really great. So
1: speaking of young kids, what changes could we start expecting at a younger age?
2: Oh, that's a great question. That's a good question. So for you, as you get older, for girls specifically... Um, You will start noticing hair growth in different parts of your body, like under your armpits and on your
1: legs
2: um, and in other areas. And then things start growing. So you know how our bodies grow. We get taller. Our feet get bigger. Our arms get longer. Our nose might get bigger. Similar. So um, specifically, your breast buds will start to get bigger as well.
0: When does that happen? Like, when do we see stuff like that for little girls? Sila's only seven, but I can see that the transformation for young girls seems to be happening earlier and earlier, or I'm getting older
2: and older. (laughs) I
0: can't tell the difference.
2: Um, But the average age is about, about a 10 to 11, but as young as eight, nine sometimes, and then sometimes takes people a little bit longer, so maybe closer to 15 sometimes. Does it have anything to do with your family, like your heredity? Yes. So family history is important in anything uh, health related. So sometimes what you will go through as a girl or into what you go through as a woman will be similar to what your mom did. Oh, that's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. So you can
0: kind of like Find the clues to how what's going to happen for you if you do some research and ask those questions to the women in your life, but not just your mom though too. Like, isn't it follow through from your aunt or your grandma mm-hmm. um, yeah. as to see what they happen, and maybe not just on your mom's side, but does it happen with your dad's side too?
1: Yes, it could. So, like my other aunt,
0: mm-hmm. uh huh, and you mm-hmm. could ask your not Mexican grandma.
2: (laughs) Your Italian grandmother.
0: And your bubby. And you could see kind of how, what what types of things happened for them.
1: She wasn't Mexico. She was Italian.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But no matter where, (laughs) what she is or where she grew up, those changes will probably have a direct correlation to what you'll see in your life. So if you ever get curious about those things... You can always tap into the elder women in your family Family. and kind of see what happened with them and how they were feeling when they had started to see some changes. Yes. It was a great question. You know what I'm wondering? Why do we get so stinky?
1: (laughs) Why do we get so smelly? (laughs) Smelly. (laughs) You would make
0: a song about that. But seriously, I feel like lately... Maybe it's because it's hot and humid or whatever, but like she went, (laughs) kids go from like smelling like a baby. This, which is the sweetest smell? Let's be real. Mm. You have a baby. Steppy has a baby, and he's yeah. Here. He is here. Yeah, he's here with us right,
1: right he now. Smells like a baby, which smells delicious, but sometimes smells stinky too.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, it depends Just because, For because the boobies
1: <laughs> big.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like why does why do they get to smell like baby powder? One day, and then it feels like they smell like onions the next.
1: I don't know. That <laughs> happened recently with me.
0: i right. And
1: like I smell like unicorns and flowers, and then the next day, ugh, right? Ooh, sting.
2: it's totally crazy. <laughs> so why does that happen, Steppy? So probably two different ways to explain it. One, we can get stinky from when we sweat. And we sweat because it helps regulate our body temperature. So when you're running around playing games or sports and you start getting hot, your body starts to release sweat to cool you down. And then bacteria plays a role when you're sweating. So that's why we get body odor sometimes. And that's why we can smell when we're sweaty.
1: Got it. Okay. What
2: are types of some of the things like? How can we help that? Because nobody really wants
0: to stink. Although I kind of like your kids stink. <laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs> it smells like I a good
2: time. I yeah, think. it smells like, like fun. childhood and adventure
0: <laughs> and bravery. So it doesn't I
1: smell muddy sometimes. And I love
0: it. And I love <laughs> that you smell like the earth, and it's great. But if we wanted to, maybe ease that up a little bit besides just showering I feel like sometimes that just and happens you know
1: deodorant. yeah mm-hmm. and we've
0: tried some natural products too that I feel like are a little bit safer for mm-hmm. kids or for just for sensitive skin stuff that doesn't have parabens or sulfates and um, some of the harsher chemicals that are in like adult deodorant or antiperspirant but what are some other ways that you know all of us can kind of Put that stinky out.
1: (laughs) I feel like I've asked this question once before, but I probably forgot. What's perspirant?
0: Oh, perspirant. Yeah, and I said antiperspirant, right? Mm -hmm. Um, When you perspire. And that's another way of saying sweat. So like the wet, sticky part of of sweating, not the stinky part, but that's called perspiration. Great question. So when we use deodorant, there's two types like deodorant. Tell me if I'm wrong here, Steph. I don't know. The deodorant is like the masks, the smell or neutralizes the smell, but antiperspirant is the ingredient or the part of the deodorant that helps you stop sweating? So I think there's two things we deal with in sweat and body mm-hmm. odor, and one is the stinky side, and one is the lit side.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so some, sticky. yeah, sticky. yeah, and sticky side.
2: So sorry, we didn't get you. You didn't get to answer that question. So probably. What comes to mind is the clothes you wear. So, if you know you're going to be really active wearing certain materials that kind of help wick that sweat and smell away easier than like heavier, thicker materials.
1: Like, you're not going to want to go for a nice jog in. Giant sweatpants and mm-hmm. like a big, thick, long sleeve shirt. Right. But
0: yeah, I think it gets sweaty pretty quickly. Mm. It's good.
1: <sighs> <sighs>
0: but they have like maybe lighter clothes or like athletic clothes that are built specifically for wicking. Like Steppy said, she said wicking means pulling the sweat off. That's a good mm-hmm. tip.
2: Mm-hmm. And the deodorant would be good as well.
0: And r- washing regularly, but really getting under your pits. hmm.
2: So washing well, um, you know, when you take a shower or a bath and being diligent about it. And if you're someone that sweats more than others, it's totally fine. But just at the end of the day, kind of washing that away and using using the soap and
1: scrubbies. Dab-dub, dab-dub. Yeah, we and always do it it like does, get
0: under those pits. I'm always telling you because I feel like sometimes we even we just take a bath. And we used to, when she was younger, just Take a bath every couple of days because their skin is so sensitive. We didn't want to sit and soak every single day. But now we have to definitely increase those to every other day or what have you. But then, if, you know, left unattended, <laughs> these kids will just rub-a-dub-dub without the scrub. And <laughs> and I'm like, get in there and get your pits uh, or whatever okay. you got. So, um, you know, I think that's a good thing to keep in mind because I didn't realize it's bacteria. Right? You mentioned Mm -hmm. bacteria plays a role. And I think of bacteria and I think of like little germs everywhere, but I don't think of that as sweat necessarily. So that's Mm -hmm. a really cool sweats bacteria. Yeah, to wash that away makes sense. And our body
2: needs bacteria too sometimes. And
1: mushrooms are fungus.
0: Well yeah, mushrooms are fungus.
1: (laughs) Hopefully you don't have any mushrooms.
0: On do you, you. Have mushrooms? <laughs> hey, let yeah. me see. No,
1: I <laughs> okay,
0: good. So that's really important. What other awesome questions do we have for our expert today?
1: Another question I have is why do we get cranky? Because sometimes I know sometimes that, that I get moody and I start to be like. Ugh, I wish I could just go back to sleep.
0: Yeah, well I did too. I think we all we're all we all I'm more not
1: I'm not that really that. I'm like, wake up. I want you to play with me. And you're like, go back to sleep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's one way we're cranky for sure, but sometimes during the day, I think if we don't eat right, right? Yeah. We get cranky, and that's called hangry in this house. That's yeah. one part hungry, one part bangry. angry. But usually if you eat something, it seems like you have energy go back up. Stephanie, do you have any answers about
2: that? So I think that as we get older, we, hormones start changing in our bodies, and hormones are kind of like little, imagine them as little Particles in your body, and they control different things that happen. So hormones help control the way we think, how we digest food. How- Here's one way to put it.
1: It's like tiny, tiny little germ people in tiny, tiny little germ cars. And they're like in tiny, tiny g- little germ rooms, and they're controlling those little muscles in your brains and in your bodies. They're like, beep, boop. <laughs> yeah, kinda. and they program
0: us. They kinda, yeah. They're like the, the the little men behind the machine. Yes. Hormones.
2: So they're not, I wouldn't call them germs, though. I know. That. But, yes, I see where you're going with it. And they drive little cars, and they have their own little roads to drive on, and uh, their own little towns to control. So d- everywhere in your body, uh, hormones are kind of controlling different actions. So our hormones can change, and they can often affect our mood. So, as they change, it's kind of us getting used to how there's something different happening in our body. So, we can get cranky sometimes from that. Yeah. Is that really? I mean, because I feel like sometimes when it's just a matter of like
0: eating, right? Like sugar, or an, if we're not having a properly balanced diet, like we always try to get our vegetables in, not too much sugar,
1: not too much fat.
0: Right? We do all those things. Because we're trying to keep our energy in balance, which I think also probably plays into
2: hormones and mm-hmm. keeping everything in check, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we haven't eaten for a while, sometimes our blood sugar levels can get low. We talked about that a little bit today. And, you know, we want our blood sugar levels in our bloodstream to be at a certain level. Level to, you know, maintain the functions in our body and feeling good and Mm -hmm. mental clarity and happiness. So sometimes when that changes, uh, we are affected by it. We can get tired or irritable. That's awesome. Good stuff.
0: I mean, we probably have a million questions for Steppi, but she's done such a good job already. It's really neat to hear a little bit about the body and what we're going to see next here as young women. And I know there's probably a whole lot more there, too. Yeah. Do you have any other awesome questions for her?
1: Okay, last question. So I've been feeling pretty good about myself. What can I do to try to stay this way?
2: Staying healthy and clear-minded, you mean? Yeah. Okay. So getting plenty of sleep for kids, we usually say about 9 to 11 hours at night, if you can, straight. But sometimes if you're tired during the day, taking a nap and resting to refresh your brain is okay as well.
0: We love naps, don't Mm -hmm. we? At least we used to. I still do, okay, good,
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, getting plenty of exercise, so getting outside or even if you had an indoor space to exercise and move your body um that's healthy for us, oh, good yeah. some people
1: make like a small routine they do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every day, and yeah. it's like sixteen jumping jacks, fifteen squats, mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Push ups. We were doing, doing jump rope today. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Always move your body. I think that's also seriously important for your brain and your energy and your attitude, right? And some fresh air. We've all been so cooped up this year because mm-hmm. of COVID. But well,
1: it's like we're in a small box that won't let release us.
0: Well, we are, actually. We're literally in, in a, a box. small box. Right now.
1: <laughs> I mean, much smaller, like we'd be in this
0: yeah. ball. Yeah, so it's important
2: to get some fresh air, right? Mm-hmm. What else, Steppy? Um Eating well, balanced, a lot of protein, good fats, good carbs. Not um, too
1: much of those, though. Oh,
2: well, but some are, you know, you have to look for the right balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and minimizing screen time, right? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes we can just zone out, and we're not eating well, and we're not moving our bodies. So Yeah, we see a cranky side of Si she's on the screens too we much. We call it
1: vegging. Vegging. <laughs>
2: yeah. Or zoning. Zoning out, yeah. Can I
0: zone? And really, that's not healthy. And In fact, there's a lot of studies that show that screen time is not good for kids. Um, it's not good for anybody really, but it really does something different to our brain development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think for kids, we all try to really minimize that as best we can. So you can encourage social interaction and really experiencing what the world is about. So those are all really good tips. Well, I'm so glad we had our first guest.
1: This was so amazing! Our family,
0: yeah. our bestie, our I think superstar all got,
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think all of us got a little nervous. We did? <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: First know. Time. Yeah, we're just yeah. fun, excited, I would say, to yes. have a guest yes. and to be able to interview somebody for our show. And it couldn't be better to have Stephanie win. The best. Be our guest.
1: Be our guest. Be our guest. guest. Be be our guest. guest. Put our <laughs> service to our, our test. Tie her up napkin round your neck be our guest be yeah. our guest bye bye bye
0: thanks for listening everybody
1: thanks for listening and have an awesome day
0: all right before we head out a quick shout out to the awesome friends that lent their voices to our vision at the top of each episode she sounds like me is produced by creative catalyst media llc And as always, if you like what you hear, subscribe to our tribe online at shesoundslikeme.com and find us on social at shesoundslikeme, so we can connect directly to you.
1: Thank you so much for your support, friends. Till next time, take care of yourselves and each other. And have an awesome day.
0: Yep, and have an awesome day.